everyone, Edna Kimball, Edna Sells, Century 21 Wright Real Estate, and welcome to today's episode, How to Real Estate. And today we have one of my favorite people joining us as a guest today. This is Miss Ashley Kaiser, and Ashley has joined us from Infinity Title, uh, which is one of our preferred title companies here in Tahlequah. So welcome, Miss Ashley. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on here. <laughs> We're excited to have you. So tell us a little bit about yourself before we jump into the title aspect of it. Well, that's kind of myself. Um, so, I mean, I've started out in lending um, at one of the bigger local banks um, around the Tulsa area. And then after I had my daughter, moved into title, and that's kind of where I've been really ever since. But I just recently got married in October, um, and I have one daughter. She's eight, and she is a little outdoor enthusiast. And that's it. I just like to go home and hang out with my family when I clock out. So okay, perfect, perfect. And her daughter is adorable. <laughs> she's a key, she's Miss Personality. I was telling them she like is subscribed to your YouTube channel. Oh, <laughs> she's a fan. Well, she is even better. Even I haven't told better. her I was going to be on here yet. It's going to be a surprise. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Well, she's adorable. Well, thank you for joining thank us. You. Now, um, I you had mentioned that you'd been in the banking industry. Yes. Now you're in title. But I happen to know that you actually dipped your toe in real estate one time, right? I did. I took a little stint. Um, I honestly had intended to um, take real estate classes just to kind of know how you all. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. From uh, every aspect. Yeah. Sure, because when I got into title, um, I really just fell naturally into that compared to what how I was in lending. Um, and I really loved uh, my real estate agents that I worked with. And I just wanted to really just take as much stress off of them as I could yeah. as a title person because they, you know, you all have a unique <laughs> job, um, like a licensed therapist without the office. <laughs> so, so, true. so um, true. I did. I did um, dip into it. It was a little conflict of interest with title. And I thought, you know, it's a lot of work to get your license. Yeah. So I did want to try it out. Um, it happened to be six months before COVID happened. And so I felt like I was really in it at a unique time oh, period. Wow. I was yes. baptized by fire. <laughs> and um, yeah, the title company had actually asked me to come back because, you know, there was just so much going on in the market during COVID. And so I popped back and that's, this is where I'm at. This is just, this is my natural place. Okay, wonderful. Well, I just find that really um, interesting because the, you know, we, we love to use local. That's We try to get everybody to close in the county that they're buying or sure. selling in. That's really, really important. Okay, Keep guys? Dollars in yes, yes. Right. Keep it local. Um, but um, my, favorite, my favorite entities that are local, um, title people have all actually at some point or another done the real estate and I think that's where they're my favorite is you guys get the stress that we're under yes. and understand timelines like it's not just a date that's right on the contract it's their u-haul is loaded that's and they're right <laughs> yes and I think that's the aspect that I was happy that I got to see that it Perfect. is boots on the ground you know what I mean when you're sitting in an office um, it's really easy to say hey let's move that date out three days or we're gonna have to move it here move it there um, but yeah, when you're on the field, on the property with the folks crying, yeah. three kids, it's a different story. So, you were in real estate, right? <laughs> I can tell. so it's, it's, 
it's a lot, um, I think, definitely coming back into title after that. I have a whole new respect and love and um, tenacity about what I do now. Yeah. Because so, yeah, it, it really shows. does mean something. It Thank really you. It really does show. Everybody's like, Ashley, I love it. Love I am it. happy to be where I'm at. So. Okay. So now, um, for people who, I, I mean, everybody obviously gets what real estate is, but kind of give us the breakdown or what your definition would be a title for those individuals who don't understand. So, in my, um, my version, my definition of that really um, in simple terms, when you purchase a title uh, or a car, um, it's really easy to transfer ownership. It's kind of common knowledge. You need to have a title or a bill of sale signed and notarized and that, you know, you can look at it physically and see that there's no liens or anything like that on it. Real estate's not that way. You know, it doesn't matter if it's a 30 square foot chunk of land, or it's a $400,000 house, or it's a $3 million commercial property, there is a truckload of paperwork behind it, yeah. you know, showing ownership and transfer. So what we do, um, we're kind of an intermediary party that actually makes sure that title goes from the seller to the buyer with as little documents as possible. Um, and we make sure that that buyer is receiving that clear title. And then we obviously, um, have the capability to grant insurance on that. That way, if they find out later that we didn't quite uh, convey title as clear as what we promised, they get their money back. They don't mm -hmm. come out a loss financially or, you know. Yeah. So. And that's, that is huge. That is so important. When I, when I first got into the industry, um, I was trained that one in every thousand would need title insurance. And then it became one in every 500 and then it became, you yes. know, and, yeah. and I definitely find that if you're doing a split closing, it's more like one in every 20 because of the out of area attorneys. Sure. Yeah. Everybody's different. Every attorney has a different opinion. Um, and where the attorneys come in on that really is one attorney will say that you have clear title. One attorney argues that you don't have clear title, and at the end of the day, it really depends on who your buyer is, uh, who your seller is, which attorneys they chose, and depending on how that works out, you could wind up footing a bill for someone's issue 30 years ago that yeah. they knew very well that they had. So, yeah. um, And I, what I see is one of the number one issues that comes up is um, a buyer and seller do a for sale by owner. And they meet at the courthouse and they sign the paperwork at the courthouse and they file it. Yes. And in their mind, because they did it at the courthouse, they're good. Correct. And they were trying to save two or three hundred dollars by doing it themselves. Yes. And then when the new buyer calls me three years later, five years later, ten years later to sell, now they're it's gonna cost them about three thousand dollars and ninety days yes. to get the issue. Clarify. Which can cost them days on the market. It can cost them a buyer. Yeah. It could, depending on what the move is for, it cost them all kinds of things. So it is a, to me, it is a very cheap and cost effective risk deference plan to have some title okay. insurance. I like that. Yeah. That's, it really is. All you're doing is taking the risk from yourself and your future generations and you're putting it on that insurance company. Whether it costs you 500 bucks or 1200 it's worth it. Okay. So, okay. And then for um, those that are not familiar, can you give kind of just the same situation or, or simplistic definition of what an abstract is? Sure. Because most people have no clue what an abstract is. Believe so. it or not, I'm a I'm in title 
um, and I've never actually gotten my abstractor certificate, but I am a nerd about abstracts. Oh, really? Um, Oklahoma's one of only, I believe, two or three states. I think Oklahoma, Ohio, um, and I believe there was one other state, but they actually just did away with abstracts. Oh. So an abstract is the entire history um, on your land I in Oklahoma. I should have one here to be like, I know, I should have brought one. I should have brought <laughs> one because that's my favorite thing to do is to flip those open. Um, but your abstracts, your entire history to your property all the way back to statehood. Um, most Oklahoma abstracts, or at least definitely the ones here in Cherokee County, go actually back to 1838 when the treaty was signed um, between the tribes and the Congress of the United States. It's like a little history book. A hundred percent. And it yeah. and it is a book. So if you're curious, if you have it, it's a book that the the binding is not on the side. It's across the top. It, yes. Yeah. Yep. It's across the top. It's a chronological order of every person that has either owned or had an interest in your property in Oklahoma. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot of fun to read through and so see who fun. lived in your home or who owned the property. Or, or just to see the drama. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah. Who divorced gosh. who? I love the abstract <laughs> drama. We could do a whole real abstracts of Cherokee County. Oh, that's funny. Yes, <laughs> I would yes. love to if I could ever get the yeah. free time and have enough people to volunteer it. Yeah. And people always say, um, well, you know, how thick is it? And that's a loaded question. That is a loaded question because it completely depends. How many yeah. times did that abstract or that piece of land change hands? How many court proceedings happened um, over the lifespan of that? So some of them could be a hundred pages, and then I, we had one last week that was six different books, oh and it was over fifteen hundred pages. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yep. And there, um, anytime that you sell a property, that abstract is brought completely up to date. So if you lose that abstract or you don't know where it is, there is an actual human being going back through every county record since 1902, compiling that again in a chronological order. So they start at 1902 then, not 18? Well, that's it kind of depends on the abstractor. Okay. So okay. some abstractors, because really anything prior to 1902 is really just in, informative. Right. Um, but they really only have to start at where that very first person was granted or um, deeded that property. Oh, okay. So okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, so yeah. some of them will put that treaty in there and some of them don't. Okay. Okay. And then as far as title insurance, mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm going to weigh in just a little bit because what my favorite thing is to explain to buyers is that the attorney gives his opinion and it's called an attorney's title opinion. And guys, it's just his opinion. There's yeah. no, nothing that will hold up in a court of law That's or back correct. it. Yeah. And so the insurance steps in in case he missed something and his opinion is incorrect. And that, anything you would add to that or? That's very possible. I mean, just think about any time McDonald's gets your fries wrong or gives you the wrong sauce. You know, an attorney is an attorney. They're just a human being. Yeah. And you could have six different attorneys read through that abstract and they will all tell you something different. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It, there's no coverage on that. A lot of folks feel like they can fall back on that attorney. Um, they can. But oh, really? it opens up two different court actions, actually. So it would be one lawsuit against the attorney's E&O insurance, and then one lawsuit, of course, with whatever party that it is contending um, the title. Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't really... Nothing covering you. Yeah. Just <laughs> more so your ahead. attorney fees would probably be more expensive <laughs> than the title insurance. That's what I'm saying. It's, okay. It okay. really is. I know a lot of folks come into my mm -hmm. office all the time for closings, and they don't, they don't fully understand title insurance, which is perfectly fine. Everyone is... 100% capable of making their own decisions, and I agree with that, but 
um, title insurance is definitely worth it, especially if you've seen the issues um, that can arise over a three foot disparity in the property line. Yeah, so. it's, it's, the thing about real estate is there's just, it's dealing with people. So there yes. is an never ending amount of things that can go wrong. And nothing <laughs> is cookie cutter. Right. You know, there's right. no, there's no, um, book or set of rules or anything like that on what can be argued, what can't be argued, anything. It's endless. Yeah. So yeah. We have a couple right now that um, are coming into the office every other day to ask us questions because they have a fence that's been there for since they've lived there. And they have a new neighbor that's moved in and that new neighbor is convinced that her mom had that five foot and she wants the whole fence moved. And it's just a heartbreaking uh. Turns out she doesn't even want money. She wants like eggs. Oh, <laughs> so many eggs for life. Eggs are very expensive right now, actually. <laughs> so it, it, it is, you know, every case is just different. It's never, it's never what you expect it would turn out to be. Okay. Ever. So. And then just for those, um, the cost of getting insurance. Sure. What, what, how do you explain that? Um, so title insurance is going to vary based on your coverage amount. And then the, which is the, purchase amount. Well, so we can get into that. Um, the coverage amount actually can be whatever dollar amount that you request. Okay. Um, and so that's kind of like what happened last week when I, yes. yeah. So 20 years in the business <laughs> yeah. and I'm sitting in the closing and this light bulb goes off in my brain and I'm like, I have a very important question. <laughs> I waited till the closing was over yes. and then I asked, but it's, um, it's unique because if you buy a $40,000 piece of property um, and get it insured for $40,000, the, the problem is, is you're most likely going to significantly add to the value by building a structure on there or moving a structure on there. Yes. So now all of a sudden you've got maybe a $300,000 home on this forty. dollars thousand dollar lot that's right but you're only insured up to forty thousand up to forty thousand that's correct so um yeah you definitely want to make sure that your coverage is going to cover um what title insurance covers what that let's say you're insured for forty thousand and you build a three hundred thousand dollar house and it was accidentally built you know over an easement or something like mm -hmm. that and um they're going to have to cut off half your house to dig a water line whatever um you're only insured, meaning that that policy is only going to pay you out um, 40000 So that's probably not going to replace half your house or the driveway or whatever. Um, so you want to make sure that when you build that structure, you increase the value, just like your homeowner's insurance or your car insurance, that you increase that title insurance. That's so a great way to look at it. It's an afterthought, but that's definitely, um, I feel like, something between um, your real estate agent, your lender, and your title company. Hopefully someone's looking out for you and, you know, make sure to let you know that remind so, you yeah and it's so it's basically a sliding scale and as a realtor um the title company has shared that sliding scale with us so we can give an estimation mm -hmm. of um and then always just keep in mind that to be able to get the home insured or the property insured there is a mortgage inspection certificate or a survey that's required is that accurate that yes and no <laughs> Um, That's owners, real estate for you. I yes know. No. Yes I know. No. The good thing about um, title insurance, especially for owners, is you can kind of piece part that policy, um, kind of like car insurance or homeowners insurance. So if you don't need flood insurance, you don't have to have that. If you don't need light, or if you don't need rental car coverage on your car insurance, you don't have to have it. If you don't think that you need survey coverage on your title 
policy or you don't want to be covered um, for any survey or encroachment issues, then you don't have to purchase that endorsement is what it's called. So there's a basic policy that is set out by the um, American Land Title Association, so ALTA. Um, they have a basic policy and then you can just add on to that as much as you want. And each one of those endorsements cost different depending on what you never knew that. <laughs> I never knew that. Depending on which insurer um, insure you're going through, um, different endorsements obviously are just different little chunks. So sometimes you'll see um, lenders absolutely require survey coverage. Mm -hmm. So anytime you have a lender, they're going to have to buy um survey coverage and that endorsement um, typically is around a hundred bucks and then if it's like a um, HOA or if it's a POA um, property owners association or homeowners association planned unit development um, whichever um, those also have additional endorsements to allow additional coverage to that lender and those are usually a very small percentage of that title policy so about 25 to 50 bucks a piece okay so okay. and you can look those up online um, all oh. those endorsements so you can just type in Alta endorsements and they will break it down for you and you can literally just build your own insurance policy for your property so, okay yep. and in the scheme of things when we're talking title insurance guys it's it's a minuscule amount when you're talking about a three hundred thousand dollar property yes. you know so when you're talking about a forty thousand dollar property you're kind of insane not to do it isn't i it? but i'm an insurance agree. person like i'm not a gambler so <laughs> i agree i'm risk deference 100 yes, percent. let that be someone else's problem not mine you absolutely. know so it might be a phone call for me but it's not coming out of my pocket yeah. i have bigger things to worry about yeah a little girl likes to dress nice <laughs> you don't want to be paying attorneys <laughs> that's right um and what i find um between title and real estate one of the number one areas where we run into title issues is when, and so I'm going to tell all of you, don't do this, but you're <laughs> going to do it. But anyway, um, the family owns 40 acres and mama and daddy give every one of the sons their own 10 acre track. I just say, don't do it. It's, I know. <laughs> because I know. then no one pays attention to driveways. The barn gets built wherever yes. the home gets built wherever. And then unfortunately, death divorce disease happens yes somebody needs to sell and then we've got a problem because the fence lines are not where they're supposed to be the barn it's like rivalry civil yeah, yeah i mean unfortunately yes yeah, and absolutely. then you've got landlocked pieces yes. that you can't do anything with um and then the brother won't grant an easement because it benefits this one and that one so Definitely get someone involved that knows what's going on yeah. if you're going to do that. Yeah. It is very popular here in Oklahoma to split those out it's, it's incorrectly. The and then it's almost even now when we go back and find an issue, well, 20 years ago, yeah. the brothers, everybody owned, you know, it was all in the family, so That's nobody right. cared. But, yeah. So just make sure that if you're doing that now, it, it's like your legacy, it's your family's legacy. And as a mom, I never want to put my children in a situation or the grandchildren in a situation that they're going to have to, yes. you know, fight <laughs> or yes. something. So, so hire a knowledgeable professional to help you get it surveyed out and do the legals and pay the money now to have everything yes. correctly. Yes. Yeah. We so. had a great example of that. I had a closing the other day with a very young man um, and he was actually given the property by his grandfather mm -hmm. who had since passed away. And um, 
there was all kinds of title issues on it. And so that little nest egg that he thought he had was eaten up really quick with title problems. And right. I guarantee you the grandfather did not intend for that to happen. No, but no, it turned out to no. not be the gift that I think he had intended because yeah. of that. So, and, and that's what I say all the time is that, you know, our, our grandparents or that generation did not work their entire life to then have it all eaten up in fees. Yes. So if you're unsure, hire a professional because yes. so many people, it's it's as simple as just getting misspelling someone's name or leaving out an initial or not having the spouse sign. And yes. now it's an ex-spouse and he's like, I'm not signing unless you give me money, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Or even not understanding that there are different types of ownership entitled. Yeah. Just because your name is on a deed doesn't mean that you solely own that or, you know, so there's a lot of, lot of title issues that can happen. It's not the fun side of things, but that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Because we're the book nerds. There you go. <laughs> Take it to the nerd. That works. That's right. So, yes, yes. Um, so what are some of the other things about your industry that the average you know, um, investor may not be aware of? And when I say investor, I think anyone right now purchasing a home is an investor because this market is crazy and we've seen over the, the history of real estate, we've never seen prices go backward. That's we might right. see a stag stagnation or a little bit of a bubble, but after three to five years, it's always massive growth. So it's it's an investment. That's right. Um, I would say, kind of from sitting in my chair, um, what I would want folks to know about our industry is that we are on your side. We might have to be the bearer of bad news sometimes, but really, um, we are the ones that are trying to look out for the future generations because it's really easy to just slap down a piece of paper, have you sign and notarize it, and then move on, and that takes care of your issue that day, but it might not take care of issues later on. And so if your title person is telling you something, get a second opinion, absolutely, but definitely at the end of the day, understand that we're working for you, not against you. Yeah, for sure. and I just find over and over again, the money you pay now yes. is always going to be less than what you have to pay in the future to Absolutely. fix to fix the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, attorney's rates, because that's who winds up fixing those problems, those only go up. A so. little more than your rates. That's right. Right. a lot more than our rates. So a lot more that's than correct. Your rates. So absolutely. Yeah. And the good thing is, um, I've worked at a few different title companies. Um, you find the folks that you trust, just like your real estate agent. Yeah. You find the folks that you trust that you know, even if they are telling you the bad news, it's because they are looking out for you. So definitely um, find a team that you enjoy working with and trust um, and go to them anytime that you have questions. We have people walk in all day long yeah. because they trust us and sometimes it's the smallest thing, but it works. Yeah. So. Well, it's much easier to ask before. Before, that's right. That's right. It saves before. a lot of heartache. Yes, absolutely. So, so the, the bottom line, guys, sometimes you're not saving money by meeting that person at the courthouse and signing the paperwork. In fact, I'm going to say... I'm going to say... I would never do it. 80% of... No. And I'm very knowledgeable, but yeah. I still wouldn't do it. We yeah. also, um, a lot of folks um, in Oklahoma, and this is where I ramble, um, a lot of folks do what's called a walk-in deed. Well, they were they will walk into Staples or an office supply store, uh, or they get on Google and they print out a deed and they just write in the names and they think that that's it. Mm -hmm. That is not. Let's not do that. Yeah, <laughs> if we can help it, if we can help it, let's not. But 
Yeah, there's so many issues that come up like that. And the courthouse doesn't do any checking. They don't. They just notarize it and take your 18 bucks and put it on public record. They do not care if it screws it up or not. So, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say, do. I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years. And there's, unfortunately, probably not a month that has ever gone by that's something new. Yes, it's always something yeah, new. That's, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Um, experience, I was thinking about it last night. Experience doesn't always come into play. Um, the way that you hope that it would like in other industries. Right. Uh, we're not the same thing as a car mechanic. Right. Um, what makes a title or your, what makes a title insurance officer or your closure important is how tenacious they are about figuring out the solution. Yeah. Because it yeah. is never the but same thing twice. But that's where I think experience is so sure. important. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Everything so. is fixable. It's just, you know, some things take a little longer. And if you have someone that isn't up for the challenge, which is what it is every time, um, they're not going to, they're not going to come through for you yeah. the same way. Yeah. So I, I, I'm just sitting here thinking of all the hundreds of crazy things that have happened I know. You know, on transactions. Yes. So, and it is the most random solution. Sometimes there's all kinds of affidavits that you can file. Um, we had one that I had never dealt with before, um, that someone transposed the number of a trust date and it was actually the attorney that formed the trust. So every title after the formation of the trust was put the correct way, but the actual original trust documentation was not, which means that it clouded that entire chain of title oh because it was 1994 instead of 1993. And that, believe it or not, causes a huge issue. Yeah. So you've got to have someone that can kind of really think critically and reach out to their different resources and figure out the best, easiest, quickest, cheapest way to handle that. Cheapest. To get <laughs> I mean, really, at the end of the day, that's what we're all looking for. Um, and it is important, you know, yes. to save your yeah. money there. But, um, yeah, that was just a weird one. And turns out it was like a Scribner's affidavit that you could file the Scribner's affidavit. Scribner's affidavit. Okay, that's a new that's one. That's what I know. It, it was new for me. Um, but it was basically, it's just an affidavit that um, is someone that was present physically at the time of the formation that says that it was a mistyped error and that this right here is the correct way. And then an attorney reviews that and says, you can clearly see through the history that it was meant to be this one and I'm going to pass it and let it go. And so that's what happened. So. so that saved a lot of time and money. It saved a lot of time and money yeah. and a lot of quiet titles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and you were somewhat of a detective in your business. Do you 100%. think that? Oh, yeah. Like trying to figure out, trying to track people down. Yes. Like Facebook stalker pro. <laughs> Pro, I absolutely. Know. I've probably done that before. Yes, yes. I think I did. Yeah, you have. Yeah. You have for one. The Tulsa one, I think. Yes, yep. yes, yes. We, yeah. we needed, um, the gentleman had not been part of the process for like 15 years or something. Yeah. And you tracked him down yeah. and got a signature and we were able someone to show up at the store. On time. <laughs> we did. Yes, we sent someone, you we guys, did. and got it all done. He was really so. polite though. Yeah, he was a sweetheart. And so. it's, al it's also always a fun conversation if you're a people person to be like, hey, I found you on Facebook. I know you don't know me. <laughs> and I like it. So yeah, so. I put all my quirky things to use here at Title. Yeah. And, and you really have to wear a lot of different hats. It's very similar to real estate. I it think. is very. Yeah. It is very. Just a different um, goal, I should say. Yeah. You know, yeah. different or a different facet of the goal. Absolutely. it's all one goal. Absolutely, yeah. So tell us a little bit about Infinity Title because that's who you're working with. 
Um, yeah, so Infinity is um, one of the longest running title companies here in Cherokee County. Um, it's changed names a little bit. Um, it's family owned. Uh, our current owner and his father um, kind of started it and ran that together. And um, I came on after um, some staffing changes, but it's really the best group of folks that I've ever worked with. Yes. So Dean Allen and oh, Jeremiah yes. Allen. Yeah. And Dean passed away last January. Last January. Yes. Oh my gosh. And he was an encyclopedia. I have heard wonderful things. Oh my gosh. I got to work uh, with Jeremiah, Autumn, and Dean on a few different files when I actually worked at a different title company. Okay. And I came after Dean. Um, okay. So I hadn't really ever met him, but um, you can just tell he he was a legend. I mean, a legend who left loved him. a legacy. He Absolutely. did. He really did. Absolutely. Did. So, well, and, and the, the thing that I love also is that Jeremiah is local. Yes. We, we're always trying to support local yeah. and, and build that up. Um, and so the owners that live local and he actively works the, the business. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I When I first got there, I don't think that he'd taken a day off in years yes exactly Maybe. we were happy to have you come <laughs> i know was no pressure there. <laughs> when i when i first came on i always said he barks he barks he yes. said no i don't <laughs> and then he barked at i you. said maybe sometimes <laughs> no it's a, it's a fun really fun great group of people to work with they are they are top notch here in Cherokee County. They really are. Perfect, so, yeah. perfect. And that's why we love them. So, <laughs> well, um, so this is like a real estate, out of real estate show. So I always like to bring it back to the real estate industry side of sure. it. And I like to ask our guests a little question. Um, if money was no object and you were pur purchasing your dream home, what three things would that dream home have to have? Privacy. Privacy, okay, like wooded in, privacy in the middle of a hundred acres. That's right. Okay. Um, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Windows all oh, over, sunroof. Okay. Sunlights. Okay. Natural um, light. That's right. And a massive bathtub. Okay. <laughs> a big jacuzzi. Half the a huge bathtub I can sit in and lay in right next to a window. Oh, nice. Oh, so then you do need the 100 acres. That is so me. That That's right. You don't have to have window That's treatments. right. So. I love, I just, nature brings me peace and joy. So nice. me and neighbors aren't exactly the best. <laughs> But yeah, if money was on an issue, that's exactly where I'd be. Okay. On the well, top of it on the hundred. I'm calling. Start shopping. Absolutely. I know it. Well, that's not. Those are not crazy things. No, those are definitely a good wish. I've list, seen some so. great bathtubs. So. Oh, there you go. I've got okay. it picked out. Yeah, but you've got like a cool closet. I have right. a great closet. Yeah. I was oh my say, gosh. I got a good one. So. I got the bathtub. I got the trees. Okay. And just... the windows are coming in the fall. <laughs> so we're there. Update those windows. That's well, right. We're so excited that you were Thank able to join you. us I'm today. I'm so glad you had me. Absolutely. So again, Infinity Title, Ashley Kaiser. We're going to put Infinity's information below. So those of you who would like to work with Ashley in the future, you can just tell your trusted advisor or if you're doing um, something with not involving realtors, you can just reach out and let them know that you would like to work with them. A fount of knowledge. I'm not kidding you guys. I would not close one without you thank guys. You. So, thank you. Um, thank you for joining us Absolutely. today. Guys, as always, thank you for watching. Please like, share, comment. Um, and if you would like to be a guest on the next episode or want someone specific to come on, reach out, let us know. And as always, thanks for watching. Bye-bye.